this week in the HQ. So that's what I did. Um, I noticed you with an acting school, um, you know, you teach and it's kind of like mentoring as well in a way. Uh, right. How is it that that you shape uh, the young adults and, and youths, um, you know, their mind? How do you shape their identity when it comes to your school? Well, I try to uh, like e- even through my example, you know, I, I try to show them that it's possible, you know, like they, they can turn the TV on and see me on different things and they can say, wow, if my teacher can do it. I can do it. And I always mm-hmm. encourage them to, you know, you know, live empty, you know, uh, whatever it is you want to do. Um, don't think because where you are, your circumstances that you can't accomplish it. Um, you're the only person to tell yourself that you can't do it, you know. And um, and even with uh, like acting, like a lot of times people come up to me and say, oh, I, I wanted to do that when I was young, but I'm too old now. And I always say, who, who told you that? Who? Mm-hmm. Like you're the only one telling yourself that you're that old. You've just been granted access to HQ, and we have three rules. One, be willing to learn. Two, understand that what you think you know is still in progress. And three, don't just listen, get involved. You can't just hear information for it to work in your life. You must apply. You must apply. So, on behalf of Noomzy and DeShazer, welcome to HQ. Welcome to HQ. All right, welcome back to NDHQ Podcast. This is your co-host, Brother DeShazer. I got Brother Noomsi. We also have another co-host here today because, like we said, we don't call our guests guests. We call them co-hosts. As you know, uh, I mentioned to you that our uh, month, this theme for this month is um, male identity. And ultimately, we try to, uh, we want to reshape the, um, the, the minds of men uh groom them a lot of people on youtube uh, we always talk about they always try to tell you how to like dress nice how to pick up women and stuff like that and truth be told uh that's not where you start that's 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 you know once you kind of get the core elements within yourself together first you know in our first episode we talked about emotional intelligence so we said that was the foundation and that was uh in our um security month now we're in identity as we continue to discuss identity uh, we want to help our listeners become aware of their decisions and how to avoid hitting unnecessary roadblocks. So there are many different outlets that an individual can take to shape their uh, their destiny effectively and efficiently. While some os- obstacles can you know not be avoided, uh, we must also focus on the art of recovery. And the most important thing to remember is everything that we go through and life shapes our identity. The goal for NDHQ is to be uh, the leading voices in society, maturing the mind, body, and spirit of men through wisdom and revelation. That's one of the biggest things that we uh, focus on here. Um, and today's topic, like I said, is identity. And we are blessed to have Nikia Dillard to kind of talk about not necessarily the actor himself, but the man behind the actor. Uh, because we know that there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of foundation that was built um, when it came to bringing you to this uh, decision in your life to be an actor. Um, an author, which there's so much to talk about. So first of all, uh, again, welcome, Noomsi. How are you doing? You doing well? I know you're excited about this interview as well. I am. I'm taking it a day at a time. I'm taking <laughs> it a day at a time. 
uh, uh, he'll, he'll 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 go after me if I don't ask how he's doing. So gotta make yeah, sure I, I will. I, I'll be like, first of all, let's re- recognize one another. Let's <laughs> let's see how everybody in quick check in, you know. <laughs> so let's go ahead and introduce our co-host here. He's an actor, writer, director and entrepreneur. He's a native of Philly. As a child, his love of arts introduced him to a whole new world of colors, animation, and imagination. (laughs) He's a founder of (laughs) ICANN Entertainment Solutions and ICANN Acting Academy. So without further ado, welcome Mr. Nakia Dillard. Hey, I'm doing great. Get the sound effects going. Oh yeah, I gotta get the (laughs) Um, sound. Awesome. And I noticed you got the hat on from... uh, the Wonder Years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Maybe there you go. Yeah. Oh, that's hot. That's hot, though. So first of all, let's check in with him. Uh, thank you for gracing our, uh, our podcast with, with your presence. And how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great, man. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, no. Thanks for being here. I mean, uh, it takes one to, to, to know one. So we are all grateful. Grateful and thankful, they say. Uh, I know you were mentioning that you're out there in Philly and that weather. Yeah, it's, uh, it's unpredictable, man. You know, you go outside and you, well, this time of year, you don't want to wear no T-shirt or anything like that. But um, but some days it's nice and it make you want to put a T-shirt on, but uh, it'll it'll smack you in the neck <laughs> like real quick. <laughs> how, how cold is it right now? Uh, right now, I think it's in the, the maybe uh, 40s, maybe, maybe like, maybe like 41. Okay. okay ask Alexa. Alexa, what's the weather right now? <laughs> Currently, in Philadelphia, it's 42 degrees Fahrenheit go. with cloudy skies. 42. Today, you can expect intermittent wow, clouds to 55 degrees and a low of 26 degrees. Low of 26 degrees, yo. You hear, you hear that? We're not going to get any copyright infringement to have Alexa on everybody. <laughs> I was curious to know about Philly only because I saw that you are from Philly. Uh-huh. So is that born and raised? Yeah, born and raised. Not in West Philly. But I, you know I was about to ask. <laughs> I was like, oh, I was trying to segue. I was like, Did you know Fresh Prince? <laughs> no, actually, I was in I was in his house before. Uh, I was uh, doing a uh, film, and it was uh, Charlie Mack was one of the uh, producers, and they used uh, Will Smith's old house. Wow. Yeah, so I had a chance to go in his house, and it was right around the corner from Overbrook High School. Okay. Where he went. So, the so film was shot in over the guy. Hmm? So what part of Philly? Uh, I'm in North Philly. Okay. Okay. Because I had to look at the map of how it was broke down. I actually visited visited Philly, uh, I think, maybe once or twice. Uh, I was going for the cheesesteaks. So, <laughs> did you get we, one? Did you get a good one? I did, man. But the line was so long. And the way that they rush you in, and you, uh-huh. you, you almost got to know what you're ordering. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Like certain you, you really got to go to the hood, man, and get a real, a real cheesesteak. Like, you know, some of these these ones that they advertise that, you know, they'd be like, yeah, this is the spot. No, it ain't the spot. <laughs> so even in being in Philly, right, we have we because I'm not from Philly, uh, uh, having uh, certain conceptions or, or ideas. How was it when you were growing up in Philly uh, in regards to um what either led you to get into acting or how did you come about to discover that acting was was a path that you wanted to take it was a kind of it wasn't something that was uh that that was instilled in me where i said oh you know like i had this energy of that i wanted to be an actor uh i started off drawing i was a cartoonist yeah that was my thing wow and um 
And I was I was real shy and quiet as a kid. I'm still quiet now. You know, I'm not really <laughs> rah rah riff raff type dude. But um, I uh, I just was. I used to watch the Cosby Show, and I used to um, just envision myself on TV, and uh, I just thought it was something that I could try and do. And I ended up taking a class and fell in love with it, and uh, it literally changed my life, man. It kept me it kept me out of uh, trouble, uh, it kept me off the streets. Every week, I was either doing a rehearsal or a play, so. Um, that's, you know, it just kind of uh, kept me, kept me uh, encouraged, you know, uh, built my self-esteem. So, yeah, man, it was, uh, yeah, I was about 14 when I, when I took my first acting class. Yeah, you must be reading my mind. I was like, okay, so what age were you? Because even, <laughs> even going into adolescence, um, I used to be in education. So teaching was something that was near and dear to my heart. And you can really see a transition when you deal with young men. And when they're able to kind of go out on their own. Mm -hmm. And um, one thing I had always felt and understood, especially being up top, right, Philly, Jersey, New York, is that uh, compared to the South, if your mom lets you outside, there's no telling where you really could end up. Yeah, true. Yeah. And, and you could be influenced by anything, you know. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I was blessed in that way where I, you know, I had the theater to uh, to kind of help guide me. Like I, I didn't grow up with a father figure in my, in my life. So I was around a lot of women um, and a few male figures that I had in my life. Uh, they weren't really, you know, encouraging or, or doing anything. So I kind of like adopted like the male figures from the acting school, like my teachers and mm. different things like that. So they wouldn't, they would keep me encouraged. And, um, and like I said, you know, you know, it just kind of kept me busy. It kept me so busy where I didn't have time for any any foolishness. Like I I didn't drink or smoke or anything like that, you know. And, you know, in the 80s and 90s, it was a different time where kids weren't weren't too hype about getting high and all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Like it was it was more of a um later, like later it was more like a cool thing to do, but I, I just never was, I never fell into that, you know? Yeah, that's, so, that's uh, cool. I, um, <clears throat> I also, so I, I had my, my stepfather who uh, I grew up with since the age of eight. Um, mm -hmm. And he was an amazing provider, amazing husband, uh, amazing father, um, you know, but he was Caucasian. So for me, I didn't have a, that black influence. And so I would look for that inside, you know, I remember I had this math teacher, Mr. Riley, and I always mm -hmm. thought that I would look to him as like my my black father, you know what I'm saying? Just someone <laughs> to relate to. So um, but because I did not have that um any male leadership or mentorship growing up, that's what made me want to advocate for people who were probably the same, who could not mm -hmm. self-advocate for themselves uh or intercede mm -hmm. for them. And so that's what I did when it comes to anything that 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 develops men, whether it's the podcast, uh, my wife and I were marriage coaches as well. So you know, I work with the husbands a lot while she works with the wives. So that's what I did. Um, I noticed you with an acting school, um, you know, you teach and it's kind of like mentoring as well in a way. Uh, right. How is it that that you shape uh, the young adults and, and youths, um, you know, their mind? How do you shape their identity when it comes to your school? Well, I try to uh, 
like e- even through my example, you know, I, I try to show them that it's possible, you know, like they, they can turn the TV on and see me on different things and they can say, wow, if my teacher can do it. I can do it. And I always mm-hmm. encourage them to, you know, you know, live empty, you know, uh, whatever it is you want to do. Um, don't think because where you are, your circumstances that you can't accomplish it. Um, you're the only person to tell yourself that you can't do it, you know. And um, and even with uh, like acting, like a lot of times people come up to me and say, oh, I, I wanted to do that when I was young, but I'm too old now. And I always say, who, who told you that? Who? Mm-hmm. Like, you're the only one telling yourself that you're that old. You know, I have I a thought- student in my class is 67 and he yep. works all the time. You yeah. see what I'm saying? I got a, a kid that's seven that, that's working all the time. I got a kid that just booked a voiceover that paid him $8,600, oh. 11 years old. His first job. He'd never auditioned before. That was his first job. Well, he just you, got his head shots. Are you, you know? taking new students? Are you taking new okay. students? Okay. <laughs> because listen, okay, I can work off of referrals. You can decide uh, yeah. right on up. <laughs> tell us, tell us the name of your school. Do you let people know uh, how they can at least contact you uh, as we continue to talk about the school? We can at least make a reference. Sure, it's it's uh, I can't ask. Let me slide out the way a little bit. You yeah, know, so they get the visual. Yeah, I, I can't ask. <laughs> so you just put a dot org on the end, and um, there you go. And you just sign. You can sign up right online. We're virtual, so you could be anywhere. So we have students in Atlanta. We have students in South Carolina. LA, New York, all over the place. We're going to have to work out an NDH uh, Q code uh, where where (laughs) we get a discount as we sign on. Yeah, we can rock that. We can can figure that out. I've always always wanted to say that. Go ahead and use our code NDHQ. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, that's that's cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm working on uh, creating an affiliate link so anybody can, you know, because my whole thing is too, like, I don't believe in starving artists. Yeah, I believe that we're all born with so much. Uh, all our money is in us. We we're but we're worth billions of dollars. All right, so I uh, I did ask uh, about how you grew up uh, in terms of uh, you know your acting career prior to you actually re- reaching a certain level of success. Whether or not you lived as as a starving artist, or what kind of motivated you to have this literacy program or opportunity for actors up and coming. But the reason why I started the literacy portion and wrote the book about it was because a lot of actors, they they roll off of um, they off their off their art, you know, because they they feel like they're good. They could do a monologue. They could do this and that. They feel like uh, this is all I need. But what the classes cost money Um, to get to the audition, to get to the you may have to fly out somewhere. All of that stuff, you you will need to know what all to do. That's why a lot of people go to L.A. and then they flying back. They going they, they coming right back because they don't they don't have a plan. So you have to have a financial plan of what all that you need so that you can, uh, you know, be financially set, you know. That's an excellent point. Now, because we are talking about identity, I'm curious to know in regards to it, when you go out there <clears throat> and uh, someone is pursuing an acting career or you know some, something like that in, in, in regards to the industry, how important do you feel uh, is it to know yourself, especially the path that you decide to take without losing yourself? 
Uh, definitely, you definitely need to know who you are uh, mm -hmm. because um, you're the only, you're selling you. That's mm -hmm. it. You're selling you. And you need to know spiritually things that you can mentally handle um, because it could be a, a thing where, you know, you you can't be just too hungry to where you're doing anything. You know, you're doing stuff that will later on you you'll you'll regret <clears throat> you know so you you got to know what you will and won't do the type of stories you want to tell and be okay with that if you don't want to do it it's fine you know you don't have to do everything just because they're saying it's uh it's the next new thing you just you do what you can do uh, now let me ask you uh do you have siblings or like, I know you said you grew up with all women, uh, but did you have any siblings or uh, a crew that you hung out with? And <laughs> I was the only child. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I had some friends, you know, but but I, I pretty much rolled by myself. You know, I just uh, I did a lot of stuff by myself. So you spoke you spoke earlier about having role models or at least I know one of your acting teachers were was somebody that you looked as at, uh, to as a role model. Was there anyone else? Uh, and if so, what was it that you were looking for, for them to be a role model for you or a mentor? Well, I would say, uh, you know, as far as a male, um, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. But my mother was my first role model. <laughs> yeah, I understand. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. too, my parents were divorced around 10 or 11 years old. And so my mother predominantly raised me especially during that time you know uh <laughs> they yeah. definitely can hold down <laughs> they hold the house down right right so when i went to uh, the, the acting school that i went to um the the teachers a lot of them were working and a lot of them cared about and they 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 treated us as their their children in a way because yeah. um, you know they wanted to make sure we were okay you know so i, I really respected that and I didn't really have uh, male figures like that in my in my life. So it, it kept me and it made me want to be um, that way towards either like once I if I have kids or, um, you know, towards the youth that's coming up. Right. You know, just be just just to just to listen sometimes is just enough for for these kids. A lot of these kids are, are wilding out because they they're looking for attention. A lot mm. of them. I'm going to jump ahead because I did want to ask, ask about this. So <clears throat> your up and coming role as Les Brown. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> all right. So first of all, con uh, again, con uh, continue to congratulate you on uh, much success. And uh, I was excited about uh, finding out that you're going to be playing Les Brown. Um, he had impacted my life uh, at a time where. I was taking a specific course uh, and they asked us to write this declaration and uh -huh. they constantly would put out, you know, motivational speakers. And he was one that uh, and you all obviously that has I don't know if anyone told you, you look like. Him, so I think this is going to be an easy transition for you. Uh, but he the way he talked about his stories and uh, the way he was able to phrase, you know, his his sayings you know, really resonated with me. And then I come to find out that you will be playing Les Brown and that you'll be on the show. And I just thought to myself, I was like, you know, it's so perfect because of 
what your story has told and what you're doing in terms of, you know, motivating uh, young actors or, you know, even the 67 year old, uh, I would consider him to be young, right. you know, young spirited. <laughs> yeah. <at least>. Right. <laughs> right. Right. How does it feel to actually land that role? And what, what, what do you think contributed to that as far as knowing yourself or you didn't step too far out or you stayed the path? Mm. Well, when I, um, it's, it's funny how things work, you know, yeah. um, I was actually doing a film in Atlanta called Hands Up and one of the extras reached, she was like, uh, she was like, uh, did you hear about the role, the, the film they're doing about Les Brown? And I was like, no, and she was like, oh, they still looking for people. So you should uh, audition. So I, I sent it, I sent it to your mom, to Tanya, and, uh, mm-hmm. and Tanya <laughs> sent it in and um, literally, I got the job, I want to say audition on a Thursday, got the job on a Monday, Monday, and I was, uh, I was, man, get that news. That was, it was nothing like that, you know, just saying, just to hear, just to see that email saying that I, I booked the job, man. And, um, yeah. And after, you know, listening to Les Brown for years, I've been listening to him since I was like 19, you know, and, and it's crazy because we, we did the trailer. And what happened was <clears throat> the, the director's name is uh, Barrington Marson. And he was shooting it for like as a trailer, like we, we talked about with um, with uh, Bel Air. So mm, he shot yeah, it yeah. like that to to send to Les Brown. I thought Les Brown was already a part of it. So, <laughs> so wow. to Les Brown and. Um, and it was weird because we didn't get a lot of, we didn't get feedback, like whether they saw it or whatever. And um, we decided to drop it on Instagram and he dropped it at 12. At 4.30, I was on the phone with Les Brown. Wow. Wow. So wow. I sent it to a friend of mine. She works on the show, uh, The Oval, and she's mm. real good friends with Les and she uh, sent it to him and he loved it. And after that, we just been on the phone, you know, just talking and I had a chance to meet him and it's, it's just a blessing, man. So I'm, I'm just really excited, you know, just to. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations. I've, I've seen uh, one uh, for, for your ABC uh, reboot of Wonder Years. Uh, I had started watching it and didn't realize, you know, you were you. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. So to speak. So, you know, you're watching it and then I come to find out that you're on the show. So I go back and I'm like, hey, <laughs> I'm like one of your students. I'm, I'm able to kind of identify <laughs> with what that looks like, because it does make I mean, based off your mission, it does make it more realistic. Right. Yeah. It does make it feel more attainable when you can see and actually touch someone and see where they are and say, and then hear you say, Hey man, you know, just live your life like this and stay the path where even now I feel inspired. Like once I get off of this, I feel like going to go do some work on myself. Mm-hmm. Right. One that's thing good. I'll do is sign up for the classes. So okay. uh, that's, that's good, my man. commitment. Yeah. yeah. That'd be, that'd be great, man. I mean, uh, yeah, it's, I just believe that you have to be able to see it. Cause even as a kid, when I used to watch TV, it just used to look so far. Even just being like, if you go to a theater show, you know, you're like, wow, how did they get that? How did they, how do you become on, how do you get on that stage? You know? Right. And then once you like see people or know people that's doing it, 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 it just inspires you. 
it makes you know that you can also do that too yeah and, and that's the biggest cool i think with acting school is is showing people's potential mm-hmm. um you know once you can see your potential that really gives you a uh, the energy, motivation, and drive to really achieve anything. So right. um, I think it's cool that you are an inspiration and in being the example and also actually coaching young people and adults or whoever uh, want to act as well. I think that's cool. Um, and I, yeah, and I, I appreciate you doing that, especially, you know, um, being a, a, a black man and, and, you know, really doing some things, you know, I, it, it looks, it, it allows for other young people to come up and because you may be their Ryan Leslie, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, they're, they're Les Brown, they're Ryan Leslie. Uh-huh. You may be Ryan Leslie. You may be their Les Brown, you know what I'm saying? So, um, so it's cool to kind of see, you know, the uh, artists in the making and, and, and what, and what's going on and how this is all coming together and stuff. So, thank you. Um, so that's cool. That's cool. Well, I, I, I appreciate it. You know, we'll do some closing um closing remarks and everything uh i I definitely think that um you know somebody is going to take something from this is going to actually impact them positively um especially they're in the acting world because especially if you've never you don't know anything about acting um you know it could all be intimidating so you know i think it's definitely something people are going to take from um and i'm glad my mom you know my mom uh, she's a talent agent here in atlanta georgia uh i'm glad she uh, told me about you. Um, and before she told me about you, I knew about the Les Brown opportunity because I followed uh, Barrington, their their production on Instagram. So okay. it was kind of like when she said that was you were her talent. I was like, that's crazy because I've been following them for a while. So it's a small world, I guess. <laughs> yeah, your mom is amazing, <laughs> man. Like I, I tell her all the time, you know, it, <clears throat> before I before I signed up to, to TDH, like even up here in New York, like like Philly, New York. I've never auditioned as many, as much that I'm auditioning now with your mother. Like she's, oh, wow. she, she piles me in with auditions and I, I love it. I tell her all the time, you know, <laughs> I just thank her all the time. That's, That's really awesome. great. Yeah. Especially the land is less Brown. I'm excited about it. I want to go see the movie. I was telling excited, the, yeah. the other day me too. that <laughs> it was almost like how you said uh, about the universe and it's funny how it works because when I saw your photo against Ted's, I was like, but he looked just like him. <laughs> but, he, but he looks just like him in the way you carry yourself. I can only imagine how you may be able to step into that role and bring it to light. One, one, uh, one, somebody told me uh, the show, A-Man. What, what was the guy's name? The main character? Sherman Hemsley. Yeah. They actually said as, as out, as outgoing as he seemed on the show, he was very much reserved, mm. very much reserved. And so I, I remember when uh, you had said that, uh, you know, how you might be reserved. I'm just looking forward to how you actually translate, you know, uh, embodying that that motivation that you give daily to your students, to the to the rest of the world. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it. Yeah, I can I can turn it on and off, you know. Yeah, yeah I saw I saw that's, I saw that's, I actor, that's actor life for you. That's, <laughs> <laughs> so that's cool. Well, where can uh, where can everybody find you? Where can everybody yeah. find you? Uh, you can uh, follow me on Instagram as Nakia Dillard. Okay. It's N-A-K-I-A-D-I-L-L-A-R-D. And I can act. Um, A-I-K-A-N-A-C-T-S. And uh, all on Instagram. If you click on my link tree, you can see a lot more stuff. You can see the books that I've written. And um, I got a bunch of stuff on there just to help people, help yeah. actors. Oh yeah. You got, you got a lot of stuff. Yeah. Definitely go check them out. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm, I'm on, I'm, I got a, I got a four-year-old and a five-year-old. I'm actually going to purchase one of the, 
uh, the books. I love the Jimmy uh, and the Super oh, Wheel series. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I'm going to purchase that. I'm going to read it to my girls. So uh, that's awesome. I'm pretty excited <laughs> to read that. Thank awesome, you so awesome. Well, hey, well, this has uh, been NDHQ. Uh, this has been another episode, amazing interview uh, with Mr. Nakia Dillard. Uh, please go follow him because it's not, uh, not only is he a talented and amazing actor, but he's also, um, you know, an inspiration as well, very influential, you know, so please go follow him. Also, uh, you can follow NDHQ on Clubhouse, IG, Twitter. Make sure you follow us well if you want to see other interviews as this um, and powerful conversations. Um, and if you have any questions, don't forget to email us, NDHQpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, and we can actually, if you have a question, maybe we can, you know, relate it to him or whatever. But either way, we want to make sure we're engaging with you all as well. Uh, so awesome. So thank you again, Mr. Nakia Dillard. Sorry for the t- connection issues. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> <all good. laughs> I'm in the middle of uh, nowhere. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, the rest of your projects. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. y'all. This was a blessing. Great to meet well, you. It was a blessing to have you. Deseja, awesome. you want access denied for everybody else? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't want to do it. Yeah, uh-huh. here we go. No, you got you to gotta get asked for granted. We we got oh, we got Nakia Dillard on. Let's go. We that's go grant it. Yeah, if you ask, yeah. I mean, access has been granted for NHQ and the blueprint, man. You all had a wonderful episode, and we appreciate everybody for being here.